What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Beanball Podcast. This is episode number 70, and we are your hosts, Alan and Alan. What's going on? What's up, man? Not much, man. <laughs> you know, it's crazy that next week's Thanksgiving already. I know. Time Insane. is flying. Time's flying. We already got some free agency deals. We're in the thick of award season. We got one more huge award tomorrow night. So we'll go over the, the three big ones that we've gotten so far. Of course, the other ones, so let's get right into it with the Silver Slugger winners that they announced on Thursday night. All right. So, yeah, let's go right on into it. The uh, American League Silver Slugger Award winners. All right. Catcher, no surprise here, Salvador Perez. You Definitely. know, you set a record at catcher and home runs. You're going to get that Especially award. Especially at that age, man. Uh, of course, Vlad Jr. at first base. Mm-hmm. You killed it. You're probably going to be either runner-up or so, whatnot. And then, of course, his teammate, other MVP finalists for tomorrow night, Marcus Simeon is second base. No shocker there. Do- they're both getting their first, and this is uh, Salvador Perez's fourth mm-hmm. Silver Slugger. Uh, third base, we got Rafael De- Devers of the Red Sox, his first. Then he got his teammate, shortstop, uh, Borg. Uh, ex- uh, why? Wow. Uh, Xander Bogarts for the Red Sox, his fourth Silver Slugger. Then we have outfield. Um, Toss, uh, toss. This is not a good night for the Oscar. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Hernandez of the Blue yeah. Jays, his second. See how much I followed him. Aaron Judge of the Yankees got his second, and of course Cedric Mullins of the Orioles got his first, and then Shohei Otani got his first as the DH. All right. You know, nothing there shocked me really. You know, they all were top of their as position as hitters this year. Um, Mullins, I'm surprised they actually gave it to him. He had a great year, you know, thirty thirty. I thought he might. Have a chance, and they did. And then let's go to National League. Yeah, man. So National League, we got Buster Posey at catcher. Um, obviously, his final one he's going to receive. Final and fifth. It's crazy because he uh, he was he's killing it, man. It's just yeah. like I guess you want to go out on the top of your game. Top, you know, want to spend time with family, you know. So he got his fifth and final yep. Silver Slugger. And then uh, the next three are all from the Braves. <laughs> First base is Freddie Freeman. His third. Second base, Ozzy Albies. His second. And then Austin Riley at third. His, his first. Nice. Very cool. Um, and then at shortstop, no surprise here, Fernando Tatis Jr. His second. Uh, then in outfield, we got Juan Soto. His second. Bryce Harper. His second. Nick Castellanos. His first. And then Max Fried. As the Braves. Pretty and cool. His first. Yeah, so no, no surprise really. No in surprise my here. The, um, the only one, you know, with the pitcher, when you pull up the stats next to each other, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Him and DeGrom's stats are almost identical. And with so much less... I like. I wonder how close it was in the vote. Yeah, you know, there's all silver sluggers. You know, a manager award, but you pull it up. So Max Fred, of course, it, he batted two seventy three. He had fifteen RBIs and seven hits. Well, let's see. Wait. Oh man, I messed up a little bit. I had it perfectly lined up. Um. But we're, wow, this is really messed up. I'm gonna be terrible now. Cause like he don't like Degrom only had like one less RBI, and then of course more hits technically, and then average is a three sixty four. Yeah, if he would have played a little bit more of the game, they might have been like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what qualifying is, but obviously that's right up there. Yeah, I was like, man, I was like, how close were the stats? I just want to see because some people heard his name a little bit. I'm like. Well, he was having a great year. I suppose like, wow, it's really not that much more. And you know what's crazy, man? Just like looking at these, <laughs> it's like the Silver Slug Award winners are all from the AL and the NL East, for the most part. I mean, like if you look Good down, chunk of it, yeah. we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, basically from the AL East. That's the Blue Jays, Red Sox, Yankees, and Orioles are in, in that category. 
Um, who are we missing from the that? And then six from the National League. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's crazy. Um, so it just makes me think that you know the Blue Jays, all this talent, you know, with the Gold Glove and the American League and stuff, and the same thing with all the whole teams. You know, it's yeah. Just, I'm surprised because, you know, you look at the National League and the Gold Glove winners we announced last um, episode, there's a whole bunch of Cardinals up there, but I don't see any of them getting nope. a silver slug. So they got defense, got to get some offense. They got to work on that offense a little bit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, overall, pretty good. Um, like I said, no surprises here. Everybody earned it for sure. Yeah. So, right, let's get thinking to it. So this is Wednesday when we're recording. Of course, Monday was the Rookie of the Year. And let's go right into the National League. And this one, it you know, it's kind of one of the, we kind of figured the top two being Jonathan India and um, Mar- 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 Marlins, Trevor Rogers. It's yeah. kind of like how it's going to be. But India clearly took it with 29 first-place votes, one second-place vote, and then Rogers got the other first-place vote. So 148 points for India to 86 for Rogers, And uh, Dylan Carson was the third finalist. He had 22 points, three second-rounders, and 13 third-place votes. Okay. So, you know, good for him. And I think what's funny, the one person who didn't vote for him for first uh-huh. was actually one of his representatives of his affiliation uh, chapter in Cincinnati. So it's kind of like a little explaining there to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so when I pulled that up, I was like, wow, who's the one person? I bet it was probably one of the Miami guys. And mm-hmm. nope, Miami guys went for India. So I'm like, that's funny that it ended up being for Fangraph's uh, affiliation but the Cincinnati vote because every city gets two votes and it's just funny. Yeah, that is crazy. It is. All right, well then let's move on to the managers of the year. Oh, we gotta go a- AL rookie of the year. Oh, we missed him. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Randy Orozarena. Yeah, <laughs> you know everyone's wondering this could be a Tampa Bay. We all knew it. Like everyone's like, Wander could come in, and well, Wander finished third. So Randy got 22 of the first place votes, four second and two third. Luis Garcia is the runner-up with the Astros. Got two second-place vote, 15 second and eight third. Wander got two first-place votes, mm. five seconds and five thirds. Other people, um, Anandos Garcia of the Rangers got three first-place votes, one second and nine third. And the other person who got first place was Emmanuel Chase of the Indians got one and two second-place votes. Mountcastle ended up at fifth with a two seconds and four thirds. Uh, Shane... Um, McKenna of the Rays got one second place vote. And then Alec um, Manoho of the Blue Jays got two third place votes. Ah, another Blue Jays. So, you know, it wasn't surprising. But, you know, when I saw someone put like, well, when it's your third year as a rookie, do you really want to clarify you as a rookie of the year? I was like, ah, oh, well, he didn't qualify. He didn't play enough games yet. <laughs> so I'm like, technically. Uh, and also, he's the Arozania. I'm running his name. Uh, he's like the third rookie to go uh, in the 2020. So he got 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty impressive. Definitely a asset. <laughs> yeah, I was just definitely surprised how far back Mountcastle was. I thought maybe fourth, like when he wasn't announced as a finalist. Yeah. But I was like fifth. I'm like wow. But what that when you get that first place votes, you know he didn't get none. That's mm-hmm. definitely a benefactor of switching that up. So let's go right into the manager of the year and your NL manager of the year. No shocker here. None at all. The most wins in baseball with the Giants. Gabe Kepler is your 2021 yeah, I mean, manager of the year. It's pretty impressive. He got 107 wins this year with the Giants in that tough division. Um, also, he got 28 first place votes. So yep. there's that, man. And That's all three good. finalists got one first place vote. Uh, of course, Brewers, Craig Council came in second. And then Mike um, Schilt of the, well, was the Cardinals now is technically a free agent 
manager out there, he finished third with 25 points. Mm. And other person, um, of course, the World Series uh, champion Braves, Brian Sunker, got th- uh, fourth place with 21 points. And then Dave Roberts finished with uh, six points, six third place votes to finish out the list. Okay. No surprise. We knew this was coming. The way you killed it this year and the expectations, no shocker. Now, the next one, the AL, it was a little shocker because usually back-to-back is usually more rarely. Yeah, only other person is uh, Bobby Cox to do that. So, but Kevin Cash of the Rays is, once again, the American League Manager of the Year. Yeah, great. Congratulations. Yeah, the, like I figured it was going to be Mariners. Uh, Scott uh, Salvers, he did end up finishing runner-up with five first-place votes, 13 second and seven-thirds. Dusty Baker, of course, was third. He was the other finalist with two first-place. Charlie... um. Uh, Montoya of the Blue Jays got third first place votes, and Alex Cora of the Red Sox got one first place vote. So a little spread out, and then Lurisa got some votes, and so did AJ Hitch of the Tigers got some third place votes to be on the list. But come on, Kevin Cash, when you're projected to lose two of your top pitchers in the AL East and still had the number one record, the best record in the AL, you can't, I guess, doubt it. Besides what the Mariners did, yeah, figuring to be the last place team to be within a game of the playoffs but congratulations to both of them now the Cy Young that just happened we'll say what were that like two hours, hours ago <laughs> two hours ago the NL came out because yeah. it, it was about 6 45 I was watching it getting ready to come over here so let's go to the American League we both predicted it Robbie Ray of the Blue Jays is your Cy Young award winner yeah man and he crushed it and yep. he, he led the majors in strikeouts with 248 uh, he also led the AL and ERA at 284, which is impressive, man. He threw almost almost 200 innings, like 193 or 94. Uh, his whip was a 1.045, um, but he's the first, first pitcher since Roy Halladay in 03 to win it. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like you said, he earned it, and it's, I think it's pretty cool because, you know, I can't remember the last time I seen a lefty dominate like this guy. And then this is now the second year in a row that a pitcher has won the Cy Young going into free agency. So he's not going to get, I think, Trevor Bauer's money because he's a little older and stuff, but he's definitely getting paid. Yeah. He got 29 out of the 30 first-place votes. His other vote was the second place. Garrett Cole got the one other first-place vote and 29 uh, second-place votes. We all knew there were one or two. It's like who was going to get it. Yeah. We all kind of think Robbie got it there at the very last couple of weeks. Lance Lynn got um, third with 48 points. Um, Nathan Navarro, the Red Sox, got fourth. Rend- Carlos Rendon ended up with fifth, some votes. You had a bunch of people actually got votes. Even Liam Hendricks, a reliever, got 10 points. He got three third <laughs> place and one fifth place votes for Cy Young. Wow. That's crazy. Man. It's insane. Like, like wow. Like, okay. So, I'm like, good for them. But, Robbie, you're about to get some money. You earned it. Well, if, if the Blue Jays are smart, they try to get him back. Obviously. I think they are. I will talk about it when we do our freeze position. I actually think they're the front runners. They'll be stupid. Not to re-sign this guy. You know, he believed in you. You believed in him. He'll probably take a little discount. Mm-hmm. But so next one was another close one. Not as close as tomorrow night's NL MVP vote's going to be. We all figured this was going to be tight. Everyone's like picking Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, and even Zach Wheeler got into it. And, well, the Brewers' Corbin Burns came out of a very tight NL race to pick up his Cy Young Award winner. And it was only by 10 points over Zach Wheeler, which that was a shocker for me. Yeah. I thought we all thought Max Scherzer could probably be the other one, but it was a very tight race. 
So Corn Burns ended up with 12 first place votes. So did Zach Wheeler. The big difference is second place votes. Corbin got 14. Zach got nine. Third place, Corbin got three, but Zach got four. Zach got four fours and one fifth. But when you add the points up, 151 to 141. Oh, man. And Scherzer ended up with 113 with six first place, five second, 13 thirds, and six fourths. Obviously, if Scherzer had that second half year like he did in the beginning. A little bit earlier, yeah. Before, yeah, before he went to the Dodgers, if he was pitching the same way, man, it would have been a, a wrap. Um, but Wheeler, yeah. Yeah, Impressive, man. very, very impressive. impressive. Um, You know, he's been covering the last two seasons. I'm proud of him. I'm mad that he ever walked, but it wasn't his fault. It was – the former ownership and former GM of the Mets that bulked that because I never wanted him to leave. But Walker Buehler ended up with fourth on the Cy Young. And then right there at the very bottom, Jacob DeGrom got one fifth-place vote, so he is on the list. What a season could have been if he stayed healthy. Of course, man. We all know that. Um, you know, there's a lot of big things. If he, if he didn't get injured and uh, this year and last year, man, it could have been, it could have been a lot Let's going see. on, man. who gave DeGrom the fifth-place vote? Arizona's chapter okay. of the Athletic gave him the one vote, so it wasn't even a Met. So, but hey, yeah, I mean to be fair, I get it. You know, he he played like a quarter of the season basically. But someone that has a question: Who gave? Let's see, Wheeler the fifth place vote. Cincinnati, ex, the Exquire was the one that gave Wheeler the fifth mm. place vote. So that was a little earlier, probably been a little closer, but. Corbin Burns, he deserved it. it. He had the ERA. Of course, Zach had the um, strikeouts and innings pitch. And then Max had the whip and I believe, what was it, wins maybe above them? But all, th- but all three of them had the le- had the, league, the National League lead in all those categories. Mm-hmm. So, But congratulations, those are huge awards. Now, tomorrow night, we got MVP. Um AL, we're almost certain Shohei is going to be a lock for that. Yep. I just want to see how many votes it goes to um, Vlad. <coughs> and hell, we don't know. Maybe I don't think Simeon's going to you know creep up, but it could make it a tighter race than how you. And then NL, whew, that one's going to be the tough one. I, I, I don't know. I yeah. like just like, like we said last some people time. are hearing, you know, <laughs> Bryce. Some people are hearing Soto, and it's like I can't wait to see how close these numbers are. Of course, you know. It's not as close as what was it, the Verlander and Garrett Cole two years ago when it was like two points separated them. Yeah. But this is going to be a tight one here tomorrow night. All right. Well, now that we wrap that up, uh, let's see. I guess we need to talk about the Giants' Gabe Kepler extension. Of course, before they found out that he was going to be the manager of the year, <laughs> of they course. go ahead and threw a contract, you know. Well, they, they, yeah, in their eyes, they already knew he was a great manager, yeah. right? So, yeah. After two years, barely missing the playoffs, you know, the shortened year, and then taking your team to the best record when no one with, thought. With, with not that many, no names on your team. Yeah. I mean, who do you Bunch have? Of veterans, Posey? And you had the av- the oldest average age for your team, and you did that with them, you know. Yeah. So now this new extension Friday was has run through 2024, and he just completed his course the second season. You know, he, he's a, they really said Gabe has done a extraordinary job in his role as the field manager of the past two seasons. He's a key contributor to the front office and the Giants organization takes great pride in his and achie- active achievements with the community. President of baseball operations said coming off a season in which he worked leadership were instrumental in our sex. It's a high priority for us to pro- provide a level of st- st- uh, stability 
and certainly to continue our partnership. We're thrilled about today's announcement. Yeah, the 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 thing with me is that you know it was only a two year extension. Um, I mean, I felt like the guy earned at least a little bit more than that. Three or four, you at think? least. But you know, hey, if you're happy with two years, that's fine. Uh, did you get the uh, details? How much is he getting paid for that? No, they didn't really release that. I didn't get that okay. much. Yeah, that'd be something interesting. Interesting to see. Hopefully, got a little pay raise, a little, little bonus or I'm something. I'm sure he had to. A little yeah. signing bonus, a little extra money. Yeah, well, good for him. I mean, he earned it. Uh, two years is definitely something to work with, but you know, I f- I'd feel more comfortable with him getting like a five-year deal. So, like, hey, man, you you know what you're doing. We're gonna get you some talent and just keep on trucking. I don't know. Um, maybe it's like faith, and maybe within a year or two, he wins a World Series, and you can talk a major extension. Then we'll see. If he, yeah, if he wins a World Series, definitely. But you know how tough that's going to be. I mean, it was tough enough for him to win that many games yes. this year. I cannot see. And if, now, if you, they repeat anywhere near 100 games next season, I will be shocked. Yeah, because now you're looking at. <laughs> Padres giving back Mike Kellinger. They have Bob Melvin to figure that out. They're going to spend money. It, well, it, they're, they're in a tough, they're in a tough it's division, too. It's going to be a too. very tough division. The Dodgers aren't backing down. No. It's, like, it's, they're going to lose a couple guys, possibly. Right. And like you said, that's the oldest average age guy. So, like, some of these guys aren't going to be the best next year. And, then and you, you got to get some young talent in there, too. You got to get some young talent. You got to think about. You know, like pitching is Kevin the thing. Um, Gosman. You know, he's a free agency. Got to replace some retired players. He, yep. uh, well, <laughs> yes, luckily, you got the, one of the best prospects and catcher. But still. So hopefully he stepped up because he had a little rough there stretch that shortened season. Right. You hear that prospect. We're talking about yeah. World Series. Yeah. We don't got time for prospects. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, if he's great, he's great. But I'm just saying, like, you had the guy running the whole show. You, you need to replace him. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so roughly today, you're roughly thinking about we're two weeks away from the lockout. Mm-hmm. We are hearing nothing besides little tidbits about what MLB wants, what the players want. Yeah, they're not going to show their cards. So ultimately, <laughs> these next two weeks, if you're going to get a deal done, you have two weeks. After that, you cannot touch, negotiate, or anything with the players until whenever the CBA is agreed upon. So we've had seen a couple deals. We were talking about that. And then the, one of the big changes that being floated out there is the change to Auburn arbitration which we all knew that's one of the things that players wanted well the owners it's some different i don't know how we feel about it instead of course you know how they play they're thinking about using war as a possibility to gauge what you get paid wow okay so when the primary focus of course you know this blatant the service time um you know how they change you know oh let's not call this guy up Mm -hmm. so you know, Wednesday they said players granted free agency automatically when they reach the age of 29. So, like Mike Yaz, for example, wouldn't be under team control. He could sign an extension. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. But you know, the sum of money that they're eligible to play out will be based on I think it was fa- uh, FanGraphs okay. WAR. Okay. So I wonder how the pay scale is going to be. So there are multiple variants of war, but it'll be proposed to rely on the Fangraphs version of war hmm. to use for their arbitration. Okay. It could be interesting. Like, so if you have a killer year. Like, how much increase are you talking about? I can't wait to see if they yeah, this but goes that's, to this. That's like, that's what still details? Has to go to agreements, right? Yes. Like, like even though they can, that's where they're going to start. I guarantee. Well, I wonder. Like, okay, look, if you're a one point, this is going to be your increase. Point like two point. This is your increase. I wonder how they're gonna have that scale. And now, now this increase is just gonna be on arbitration yes. years, like like a year deal or something. Yeah, you know, like okay. when you're under control, you know, mm-hmm. after what I think was two years, you can start do arbitration. So I'm wondering how that will vary. Like, okay, look, that's you fair. Have a, I mean, that, that, I, I get. Po- I guess it'll give more of a scale what they think you're actually worth compared to now. You like players like I think I'm worth this. Okay. And teams will like, well, no, we think you're worth this. And then if you're not, then you have to go to court and. 
hmm. let the courts figure it out. So I guess it's going to be more of a scale, maybe. All right. Well, I don't know. That's something. But we'll see. We'll see if it actually happens. But that still keeps them under the control of the team regardless, yes. right? So if they don't like it, they gotta, they're going to be you yeah. know, kind of like uh, Chris Bryant. Like, I don't like this. And yeah. they're like, well, too bad. Kind of, um, yeah. Well, that kind of sucks. We'll see. But, you know, it could be where, who knows, there might be raising minimum salaries. I think right now it's like, what, 600-something, I think it was this year for the minimum MLB salary. I think it's like 640, 650. Hmm. So who knows? Maybe it could reach up to a million. I don't know. So... So I guess with the arbitration system, uh, regardless, they, the player doesn't have any options. They have to sign it or try to take them to court. If they don't agree upon it, they could go to court. And then they can't the play. Court, if, they say, if they don't, like, I'm not fucking playing. Well, the court says that's, that's right. it. So I think, there should, I think there should be a player option here to either just like, all right, well, let's like free agency and just drop me kind of deal if they don't agree to sides. But we'll see. Well, like one of the things there's a, the hints out there is like the NBA rule where you can – wave someone and eat their salary you still pay them that salary but it's not gonna be on your books no yeah, more. yeah that makes sense that could be something where like but like i said two weeks ago we're not hearing like they're not really talking mm-hmm. um people you know the winter meetings is here in a couple of weeks and agents are not booking rooms airbnbs because they're predicting that we're gonna be at a lockout come december 2nd yeah. like they're preparing like all right so, you know, I think that's why we're starting to get free agency signings. You know, we already had the first one the other day. And of all teams, the Tigers were the first one to make a move. Okay. Um, they announced they signed a five-year contract with f- free agents, r- former Red Sox starting pitcher, Renardo Rodriguez. The deal it comes with $77 million guaranteed and can max out around 80 depending on incentives. You know, this guy, you that's know. That's a big signing. Yeah, it's a He's a, one of the top uh, 20 guys we're going to talk about our predictions. You know, we'll earn a combined $28 million total from the 2022-2023 season, meaning that he's faced the decision whether to opt out the remaining three years and $59 million on his contract after the 2023 season. And it's fine because the guy's 28. We're still a little weird, worried about these pitchers these days lasting that long. Um, I think it's a good deal, um, especially because the Tigers are making moves. I yeah. really like that. You know, AJ did a great deal with them this year. You know, got them a little bit better. They have a lot of rookie pitching. So this is going to add to that pitching, you know. And, you know, he was offered a qualifying offer from Red Sox. So their second the second pick of this year's draft will be going to the Red Sox since they lost him. But this is this is great. You know, t- Tigers making the first move. They said they'll be kind of aggressive. They got a good manager now. And so they got, And they got himself a top-notch lefty. Yeah. Um, so that's great. It's just, you know, I guess the Tigers don't want to be those guys with all the, the pitchers who uh, are winning these World Series now, and not with them. Uh, well, but, yeah, no, I'm glad to see Tigers make an investment in their team. That's what they yeah. got to do, because if not, we're going to be talking about them at the bottom of the barrel every season. Yeah, you're talking about, like, you got, like, what, another one or two seasons with Miguel Cabrera's contract? I mean, which, that's, a, that's a wrap, though, now, man. This, I mean. this is funny. <laughs> now, if they do agree that CBA with that, all, the, where you can eat that contract, uh-huh. will they eat Cabrera's contract? I would. And just put someone else there to actually try to win. I would absolutely do that. Cabrera needs to find himself a pool hole situation, not a daily player. He needs to find a DH situation yeah. somewhere, just where he can just go out there and hack. Um, I, I don't even know if he can do that, man. It, 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 he's doing okay, but he's, it's just like his glory days are after the Triple Crown kind of went downhill mo- yeah, mostly. Yeah, like it, it, um, that was the kind of peak, you know. What is he now, 39, right? 40? Right, exactly. You can't expect much, but, I mean – I get it. You know, Especially he's, he's a lifer, young guys. Like, I guess the veteran presence in your dugout is probably helping, but for $32 million, no. <sighs> you you're going to have to pay the guy. So you, do you want him on your team? 
or do you want him on someone else's as an, team? As an owner, thinking about it like that, yes, I want him on my team because I'm already paying him, and he's got the name yeah. to bring the fans, even though I don't know if he attracts the fans like that anymore. But still. I think he was when he was getting close to, what was it, the 600 home yeah, run or exactly. 500 home runs? exactly. That's what they want, milestones. Yeah, so they got that done, and then you're talking, now he got that one done. Like, what other milestones is there for him now? Just just uh, padding the stat line, that's all. Pretty much. I mean, I, I think he's a shoe-in, but I think his yeah. glory days are back behind him. Him oh, and yeah. Pujols can go form an old man's league team. That would be cool. Get a little <laughs> get a little Sandlot old guy, old-timers game going. Well, if there's a lockout, <laughs> if this lockout gets extended to, you know, that February – Right, uh, March timeline. Uh, we could see some Sandlot games. To pop see up. some maybe some wiffle balls or something. I don't know, man. God, something. It'd be, it'd be sweet to see these guys in some uh, home run derbies or something. So, just, just something right. like that. Something or pass on to make some money. All right. Well, he wasn't only one, and so far the three big signings have all been pitchers. Of course, and that's this and next that, those one are big hurt us as me and Alan as <laughs> not only a fan of this guy, but he was a former, t- you know, star pitcher for us. Noah Syndergaard has agreed to sign a one-year deal with the L.A. Angels. Now, now the positive part about this is that you and I have been preaching to the Angels, I know they're watching, that y'all need some pitching. Yes. And this is a perfect addition, especially on a one-year term, because, you know, you don't know what he's got, but if he has enough, I'm sure there's going to be extension talks. They said during the GM meetings last week that they're going to be aggressive for pitching. They have to. And this is one, and I was like, "Wow!" Right? Because like, because when I see the the Angels, I want Shohei to be like a number three guy because I want him to be a hitter, and I want him to just be in a rotation in the middle somewhere doing his thing. Yeah. I don't want him to have to worry about. It. I don't want him to be the number one. Yeah. I, I need Noah Syndergaard is absolutely a number two, possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the number one is going to be solidified, but they need to get they need to get an someone. ace. That's what I'm saying. So they need that. So now you have your two and three solid. That's great. That's that's what you need. Um, and then Trout healthy, Shohei doing his thing. Rendon, Rendon coming back or doing great. Yeah. This is what we need. So that's a great signing. Uh, the cons on this <laughs> is that the Mets have just lost a great pitcher. Yeah. Um, I don't think you know as much as I love Noah and I uh, and I just be like, hey man, I wish he was still on the team. He yeah exactly. He has to retire this guy. He obviously didn't want to be in New York because the arbitration was like eighteen million or, or eighteen point four. Or yeah, and all he had to do is I mean, even if you denied it, you could you could have been discussion contract or something. You, just, you didn't just have to say take the first thing and run with it so he obviously needed to change the pace um i don't blame him you know it is what it is it's just sad because i always go back to that 2015 squad and just like man we could have been As something I said, speaking of that picture of the <laughs> tigers now they're exactly now it's the, the mets pictures man technically with conforto being a free agent right now the only person that's on from that 2015 national league champion team is now jacob de so sad man because we had a squad six years ago the whole team is left insane but the, what shocked me the most is that it's a a one-year deal for 21 million that the angels are okay losing a pick for a one-year deal of noah Syndergaard. right i think they have plans that if this works out we can get yeah. more and then like i said you're i'm you're, okay you're with that betting too. look on a guy that yep. has only thrown two innings in two years i know so yes the upside we know noah the yep. three point some era is average we've seen the top of him right what he could do um and we know what happens when when a lot of Mets leave New York, they become better. So it, it, Zach Wheeler uh, for prime example, Justin Turner, um, you know, just, <laughs> just just in general. I'm just saying, like, I think he could be a great addition. And like yeah. I said, that's might it might be what they need. So I, I like it for them. I, I do, I, 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 and, and I, I don't care. Yeah, being aggressive, you know, real quick. It's, so the biggest thing you know was this is what we're hearing for about Noah Syndergaard that he wanted he told teams to get the present their deal on Monday by Monday. Mm-hmm. 
He liked the Angels one. He agreed. He did the physical on yesterday on Tuesday. If he didn't pass his physical, he could take the qualifying offer from Mets for the $18 million. Mm -hmm. So he was smart about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Um, maybe just like the warm weather. But like, but like I said, <laughs> like I said, maybe he wants to stay up later, pitch, pitch when we don't get to see him. But um, what I'm saying is the Angels, um, this is a great move. Yes. You guys, you I don't it. care about losing that draft pick because you guys have Trout, who's never been to the playoffs, and you got Otani, who can say the same, and they need to be in the spotlight. So you need to make your team better. Yeah. Lose that draft pick, get a player further than now, and let's make this happen. And the biggest thing is I don't think they're done yet. I they think can't be. They're going after one more pitcher. They need to, yeah, at least. Um, like I said, I like their first baseman. I like the third baseman. I like Shohei. I like Trout. They're getting it together. It's great. So now it's like, like look, we're being serious. We got Noah. Now you can go talk to the other top starting pitchers out there. Like, look, we're being serious. Right. Maybe that's the move they need to make so they can get the discussions rolling with other people. So let's say that we'll see if they're aggressive these last two weeks or, you know, maybe they're like behind the scenes talking right. to people. Signing Syndergaard could have been a conversation starter. <laughs> now they're like, all right, guys, we're open for business. Yep. Let's work. So um, I like it. I like it a lot. Especially, you know, but the, uh, some people of disbelief that Noah got that. We all thought this would be the, probably was the in, only guy. Yeah. That was probably going to take the qualifying offer this year. That's what I thought, man. And Um, that some people are hearing that one team offered $25 million. Wow. I'm like, they're willing to bet on who knows what the elbow is for for $25 million. And that's how how important pitching is. Look at it. Uh, They're betting on Verlander. (laughs) Some people, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're going to pay him that money for a guy who hasn't pitched and he's that old now. That's what I'm saying. Pitching is hard. They're willing to spend the money on a pitcher. That's not that's not even a question And anymore. the two names came up with Syndergaard's name was the Red Sox and the Yankees. <laughs> those would have been, oh, man. I'm like. Either one of those teams. Did the Yankees the one that offered $25 million And he's like, if I'm, I'm not, if I'm staying in New York, I'm going to stay with the Mets. I think he said, like, I can't be across town. That's why I think he. Well, took good, the less money and went L.A. Good for him. Yeah. Although, if I was in that position, I want to win a championship now. I'm thinking Yankees and Red Sox sound really good. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see if it bets on him. But, man. That's okay. Look, I'm hoping a Bryce Harper effect happens here. Noah Lee. Oh, yeah. And then we win a World Series. Blue Jays was the other name being Yeah, exactly. The, that, I mean, that's a tough division. That one, especially, you know, Blue Jays is the one that drafted him and then we got him from the trade. So it could have been kind of full circle, go back to the Blue Jays, but... You know, he's an angel now. You know, I bet everyone's stoked out there in L.A. having so- Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> and then the other signing, like Alan just kind of said, Verlander is back with Houston for a one-year deal plus a player option. Exactly. Um, which is fine. I-, I guess they saw something when he- when they saw him take the mound. He still got it. That's yep. great. I don't know if I'm fully invested. Um, I don't know. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to say that he's not going to be pitching in June by June 22nd, my birthday. He will not be pitching. <laughs> so the deal is a one-year $25 million deal. Of course, the player option, we don't know what the option is at the moment. Of course, you know, I, we can, you know, the source that leaked it, of course, was his brother. Of course. I was like, I, can we trust that source? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think we can. Um, but you know, especially since his brother's not just a random brother, he's not like like Jockets brothers that are gonna go beat up some dude yeah. after the game. He's a he's actually a analyst, the analyst for yeah, Fox exactly. Sports. So you know, Verland he'll be thirty nine by the time opening day comes around, if it is regular time. You know, after his opening day start in twenty twenty, he has not pitched. You know, Tommy John surgery at the end of the season that kept him out pretty much all this year. He probably had a chance to come back. But there was no need to force it. And of course, we said last week that he did pitch for some scouts and reached about 95, 97. So 
he must have still got it, you know, for twenty five million. It makes sense to go back because you know, like it would cost anyone else to sign him a draft pick, and now they keep him on. I'm gonna be shocked if he's pitching by June twenty second next year. <laughs> Unless he's a closer now or something, if he's a starter, I'm going to be shocked. Just because I don't know, man. He's got to he's got to prove to me that his arm's not done. Um, yeah, I think he he must have it. They're not going to they're going to be checking him out. Obviously, the Astros know more about him than we do. Um, so I think if they have faith in him, then go for it. Um, but my big question is, what now, Astros? Well, I think like I said, <laughs> they're going. I think there's hopefully they still go for it. They think they got the the core still. You know. Um, Dusty, you know, signed a what is a one year deal, a two year deal. So they believe their window is closing. And one of the guys we're gonna talk about here here next, the top free agency, Carlos Carrera, that's the big benefactor. Do you lose him? Is he does he resign? They're you know, they offered a deal to him and it was not what he wanted. Yeah. So are we going into it now, or are we let's, wait? let's go? Let's go right into All right, it. So, uh, based off of what Alan just said, I'm I'm going to say that um, he didn't like the deal. Nope. Which means it's not done. It's a, it's a it's no. a wrap. He's going to find a new home. He's going. He's talking to teams right now. If they were serious, they would have given him a serious offer. They would have had these discussions. That's more like a slap. I, in the face. I think what I heard what the rumors were on the max they offered was 150, which isn't so bad. I'm I'm hoping that was a short term deal because they feel like their window's closing. Yeah. That's, but that's exactly the deal. He's looking at Lindor, mm-hmm. Tatis money. You know, absolutely. You're looking at ten year deal. He's what twenty six, twenty seven, and he's shown up for that team. Yeah. So yes, he, of course he has been healthy the last few seasons. But I think when he he's can, showed up, he's I think been, he can get this money. I think so too. Um, I just don't know where he's gonna go. So me thinking about it, I felt like this is the guy that Yankees are gonna dump uh, money and pay. They could. Until the comments about Derek Jeter two days ago. Okay, what that, was that? That he he shouldn't have won none of those gold gloves. Ooh, why'd he say that? I don't know. I was like, that's, okay, that's words. telling me that he, that's not the Yankees now. Why would you say some this guy who's retired, Hall of Famer, but you he's know, a, he's with the Marlins, though. I know, but still, like, some people might get rubbed the wrong way. I mean, they played in the same time frame. You know, Ish uh, a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm like, those so, are strong words. So, yeah, so I'm like, okay, so if not Yankees, where do I go? In their division, Obvi- no, you don't, I think, don't think so. so. Look, man, if if looking at the teams, we just talked about it. We saw a lot of silver sluggers that were Blue Jays. I feel like the Blue Jays could use another guy. You know, they got a bunch of guys. I don't know if it, it, it depends on what they would play because you know you got a, you got Craig, you got the Biggio, you got um, God, who else? I'm trying to think of. I'm just saying we could move some people around. I'm saying you have to figure that out. We can move people around. I'm actually thinking he's going to go with a team we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. All right. I'm thinking, which some people are thinking also, a reunite with his former manager going to the Detroit Tigers. That would be huge. And if the Tigers are willing to pay him that kind of money, they still need players. They can't yes. just he can't be the only signing. No. And you can't put all your all your eggs in that basket. Yes, you you're you got yourself a good pitcher, but if you get Correa, that's fine. Yeah. But you need two more pieces at yeah. least. I just think that could be the start where okay. that could convince players that they're serious, they want to contend. And you think about the division; the division's a little weaker. Yeah. So you're thinking, I'm roughly thinking you can look at ten years about three sixty. That's what I think he's going to ask. He wants around three fifty. That's the that's the issue, though. Yeah. The Tigers have been shit for a while. Are they going to be able to do this? I don't know. I don't know either. But I'm like, and it I don't makes know some sense that if they want a deep dive, that this could be. And if he likes AJ that much. 
now, that could be a factor. Now, see, I like the money. I don't like the years. Yeah. So, which is why I'm kind of liking what the Astros already offered him, which is like you said, probably shorter term. Yeah, for, I think it was like for the six same years, money. something like that. I like that kind of deal better. But if he's looking for a long term deal, maybe he gets it done. Um, That's what, does he want to go to contender or does he want to get paid? That's the two things you got to think about. Right. It's tough to do both. That is like you are got your one title. You're probably gonna be booed the rest of your career. Okay. Now, do you want to go get the money or do you want to go contend some more? All right. I don't know how what what's his mindset right now. Right. Well, I think he wants to get paid. I think so too. That's why I was I literally before I was thought about it, I was like he's going to the Yankees. I think Yankees are gonna give him whatever he wants, and they kind of need it. But then with the comments about Jeter, I'm like I don't know. I have to rethink this. Or maybe he goes there and says, "All right, now look at me now, Jeter." I'm I'll show you what the, a Gold Glove shortstop I, is for the Yankees. Yeah, you know I'm what I'm like, saying. So I'm like, it um, won't surprise me if it happens. Okay, but I was like, this is kind of turning me off not to go Yankees right now. Like, right. why would you talk about well, a yeah. legend? Well, we'll keep it on. I'll be really, uh, it'd be really interesting to see Detroit get him on their team and to see what happens from there. It would. Um, but speaking of who wants to win now or get paid, um, let's talk about Corey Seager. So we all know that when Trey Turner got traded to the Dodgers, this was a Safety net if Corey walked this year. Right. And I think he well, is. I don't even I don't even call it a safety net. In my opinion, Trey Turner is a better player. Yes. I mean, no, they're both great. Don't get me wrong, but Trey Turner is a beast. I don't yes. even know what to say about him. That was the biggest trade still, in my mind, that I can even imagine. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner for nothing? Oh, my God. Yeah, for two top <laughs> prospects, which a pitching I prospect. I don't care if they pan out. a pitching out. prospect for the Nationals, which, you know, they were like, I think, number three and something. I'm like, okay, that's a good Deal. I knew they had to give up, and then two other prospects. But, but you know who they're not? They're not Max Scherzer and Trey yeah. Turner. That's a fact. Um, Max right, rental in a <laughs> in a year and a half of Trey Turner. But Max is probably going to resign. But anyway, let's let's get let's get it. Corey Seager. Where's he going to go, man? If, um, I would love to see him go back, but that team is so no, stacked, it's not going to happen. I don't think so. Um, so I because th- I think he wants a roughly a ten year deal too. Right now, is he willing to switch positions, or is he going to be stuck in his uh his his uh, spot? Because I, I I feel like if he um. Can you play a little third base, a uh, little middle infield, both all the sides? I don't know. Um, That's what you're thinking. I'm thinking he needs to go to a contender. Yep. Somebody who's willing to pay, who needs like, this person. Yeah, like, yes, um, he gets his one title, but I think he wants to get paid and still contend. Exactly. Um, I don't know where he goes. At this rate, why not the Angels? <laughs> Stay in L.A., but just a different team. Why not? Yeah, could possibly. Uh, where do you think he's going? I think since Yankees lost out on on Carrera, I think they signed Seager. Yeah, just as good in my opinion. Probably, uh, yeah. maybe even a little better. You know, um, a little, you know, um, Carrera's a little more defensively, but Corey could have a better bat. So you kind of like which one do you need. want? You need the bat, and then you think Yankee Stadium, the bat's going to fly off. So look, when we look at the Yankees, I don't think Gold Gloves. I'm thinking hitters. Yeah, yeah, they need a hitter. They don't care about the Gold Gloves. They know that their pitching is going to keep them in it enough. They need guys who are going to put up 13 runs a game. So yes, Corey Seager would be a great addition in the pinstripes. I think so. And then, like, it wasn't surprising. Like, he would be the ten-year. I have roughly about three twenty million, not the whole, <laughs> not reach, but still up there at thirty-two million a year. Okay, uh, it wouldn't surprise me with that. Especially well, Yankees, if he goes to killing. Yankees, yes. If he goes to Yankees, I can absolutely see it. Yeah. Um, I don't know any backup teams. If if not the Yankees, and he maybe goes to a team that's trying to build up. Um, um you could easily think. If he wants the short term, he goes to the Astros. Exactly. You know, they exactly. But, replace Carrera. But, but that's the that's the thing. Yeah, are it depends on what the Astros' game plan is. Yes. Because um, if you're starting to lose players like Correa, who are you losing? We you already, don't know. You already lost Springer last year. That's what I'm saying. You're probably gonna lose Correa this year, so you lost two of your core. So now you got what uh, Bregman and um, Altuve. Altuve, and then, um, yeah. Um, 
You got some other guys that some are pretty other guys, decent. You know, yeah, um, exactly. Alvarez, of course, working right. here two years ago. But then again, those guys can't show up in the World Series. So what? <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Um, it's okay. I think uh, that would be a good fit for him as well. Yeah. Um, he's got options. I mean, he's, I'm not worried about this guy signing anywhere for no, sure. Like he has a lot of options. It's, like I said, just like Herrera. Like, what do you want? You want a contender? Or do you want to get paid? Or exactly. you can find the Yankees where you can do both. All right. Well, this next guy. I kind of like the rumors going around with this one. Chris Bryant. I like Chris Bryant. I do, too. I think you'd be great in the blue and orange. I don't know if that'll happen, but if the rumor swirling says that, you know, the Mets keep trying to talk to him, yes, that would be a great landing spot because guess what? We have an opening. We have a need. We both want to win championships. I don't see why not. I have them going to the Mets. Yeah. I, I have them six years, about about 160. That sounds like a good ballpark. Because he can easily play left field, third base. Right now, you think of our lineup, what we can use, and I'm like, that'd be perfect. He'd be a great fit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. And our whole infill would be looking solid. Yep. Yes. Um, obviously, we we do we might need to work on our catcher situation, but um, Chris Bryant would be a good third baseman. I think I think that's, like, the big one, we'll say, for the Mets. Like, you think last year we thought, like, we could sign one of these top ones. We all lost all three of them, mm-hmm. but we were in the conversation for all three of them. But – Right, but I think Chris Bryant was talked about during trade deadline. He they was, probably, and now he's they probably won a little more than what we were giving, so that's why we got Baez instead. But I think in the Mets, it sounds like they really like him. I think he goes to New York. Right, and I like him playing third base there. Um, you know, Jeff McNeil can play a bunch of different positions, yes. so I think we have a good shift. And if we don't get Conforto back, then we we can fill in the alpha. That could sure. be a whole different discussion of what they can do there if Conforto does walk. No, I I like that. Um, all right, cool. All right, guy we talked about earlier who's up for MVP tomorrow night, Marcus Simeon. He bet on himself, went to the Blue Jays for the one-year deal. You know, now he's a finalist for MVP. Had a great year. I think yep. what second set a record for most home runs by second baseman, <laughs> if I remember something like that, or got close. But he's getting a payday, definitely. You know, not what he, definitely not what he would have been offered in Oakland if he stayed. Right, and my thing is, I have a feeling. The Blue Jays have to resign this guy. I think so too. I, there's, no, I, there's no other option. You need this guy on your team to what compete. What he did in in the atmosphere, what they accomplished, almost making the playoffs. You got to think about resigning this guy. You have to. It'll be the biggest L this offseason if the Blue Jays don't come back with Marcus Simeon for next season. Especially when you um you trade away Austin Martin to get um oh we forgot about the uh, extension for their their pitcher Joey. Uh, but uh, the guy that they traded Austin for, um, but you know, this guy, you know, was great. He was the other Smash Brother, like he's, with he's that organization. A huge part of your team right now, and your team is the team ready to compete, and they are there. Like if they make it, they make it to the playoffs. They have a shot, a legit shot. You're thinking bullpen needs help. They can easily do that this off season, and then you're thinking about maybe a utility or bench guy. Exactly. So, which is why. I'm saying that you got to get Marcus Simeon. You yep. got you. You have to lock him up. Yes. That way you can just relax and focus on filling in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, so I'm roughly thinking a six year, about 140. I think be a solid number that I think he would possibly be happy with. Okay. Because so. Okay. Cool. Now this one, this next one is going to be a very hot topic because it's not yeah. sounding good if you're it, a Braves fan. It, you know what's crazy, man? Every year, every year, to like the last four or so years, when I see Freddie Freeman's name. I'm just like, 
He's not gonna be that good this year. He he had a, it was a fluke last season. There's yeah. no way. And like, then he okay, keeps MVP showing up. Year, yeah. Like okay, he had a great year finally. Like you that's put what together. I'm saying. And he keeps doing it, and he does it big in big moments. Yes. Um. Yes. If I'm the Braves, he is a must-have on my team. Also, if I'm the Braves, I just won the World Series and I can chill for a little bit. Yeah. Like what um, can I do? So. He roughly wants two hundred million. I think they heard the offers like they're about fifty million or so apart. Well, where I would put this guy today, if I was looking around the the, the all the teams, I think he would end up in a Dodgers jersey. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's where he needs to be. I can see that, but I think there's another team that. Needed left-hand hitting. They got someone in trade deadline. He's now a free agent, so they have a hole to fill, and they're ready to spend more money, and I think the Yankees, they have checked in on them. Look, man, as far as I'm concerned, Yankees will check off every single one yeah. of these boxes. Yes, he'd be, he would be a great addition to the Yankees. Don't you know, get me wrong. The left-hand bat. And he would smash. Yes. Yes. And and then the people who would be on base, he would bring them in. It'd be great. Um, as long as it doesn't end up like a Stanton situation. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. But Freddie Freeman and the pinstripes, yeah, that's a move. You think about left-hand bat, if if they don't get Freddie Freeman, then they'll go after Rizzo because Rizzo said he really liked it there. And if they're not willing to spend the money, then they'll probably go with Rizzo. But they have already checked in with Freddie Freeman. I think Freddie's trying to hold out and hope Braves come around. Yes, he would like to be a Brave. Now, if they go into the CBA where lockout and they don't have a deal done, they can't talk or anything, like how does he that month or so feel like, do they really believe in me? Do I go sign somewhere? That could change his mind where he's like, you know, forget it. Well, look. I go to I, pinstripes. Who and knows? I, I agree with you, man. That is a great point. I know he wants to be a Brave. It just depends on what they want to do. Um, but if he does sign with the Yankees, the Yankees are in a need to get back to the World Series. Yes. They're trying everything. They're not They're not stopping. They're spending the money they got. They're, they got, they're spending it. They're, yeah, they're willing. If you sign both of the people I got, like if they Seager and Freddie Freeman – you move Torres to second base now. You have DJ Mayhew to be a utility DH guy, like or play third base. Like you look, man, got so much talent. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that is the, World Series or bust. But, and and I think the other team that needs him as a World Series bust is the Dodgers because every because we talk about it, their whole starting lineup is full of all stars. Yeah, they can, have all stars on the bench, but you got pull holes on first base. You can't yeah, have that. And well, and then, of course, yeah, Max Muncy played majority of the year at first base till he got hurt. I'm just saying, and Freeman then, is know, a he, solid yeah. person that can stay there for the next couple of years. Um, he, I'd be shocked if he did leave Atlanta. If he does, like, it's going to be very interesting because he wants 200, or who, and I bet a lot of teams will give it to him. I got or you. Or get damn near close. Yeah. But it won't surprise me if that pinstripe somehow persuades him to come to New York. I wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, just... Like, look what you can do here. Yeah. <laughs> you want you want 128 RBIs this season? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many he had. I'm just saying you want 150 RBIs and 40 home runs? Come over here. Um, All right. <laughs> Next is our now our AL Cy Young winner this year, Robbie Ray. Right. And this falls in the same category as, as, as a Simeon. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robbie Ray, I feel like he's not, a, he's not a must-have back for the Blue Jays, but you kind of – would like to get him back just because he's a solid party team and obviously he's one of the best pitchers you yeah. have. Um, so I think the the Blue Jays they're really trying to compete. They're not trying to just lay over and let the Yankees run all over them. Yeah, they, they want to be winners. He's definitely getting a pay raise. Absolutely, just one Cy Young. I definitely see Blue Jays as well. And he might we won't take a little discount, but I'm roughly thinking five years, about one thirty. Yeah, that a, wouldn't be bad. That's not bad. You know, he's a little up there, but you know, Cy Young winner. 
yes. five years is not a big Look, commitment. Yeah, these guys need to get they need to get Simeon and Robbie Ray and maybe even get uh, Strowman. They need to get. I'm just saying they need to get those two guys back. You yeah. can't let them go. I mean, Robbie Ray wouldn't be the end of the world. I think Simeon is a must-have. Yes, I would love to. I would love you guys to keep Robbie Ray, but if it's not in the stars and it's not lining with you, you still got to replace him with somebody. So, because Robbie Ray is another one you're hearing angels because they're just thinking about yes. all the pitching. Like that's a veteran guy that we could use. And now they got to spend some money. They might have some money. I think if he ended up in, with the Angels, if I see Robbie Ray's ne- the next name in the Angels uniform, yeah, it's a wrap, bro. They're competing. Yeah, that's I think all. So they're on the right track if that happens. Yeah, but I also I think Blue Jays they are they got their extension done with their young pitcher. So that's not now that since Robbie has now officially won the award. Even like, if he didn't win it, he's you know the numbers then, are there. I don't know if he um, denied the qualifying offer that he had till today. I'm really checked in. I'm assuming no one took the off any of the offers since Noah was probably the only one that was going to. But I think Robbie and the Blue Jays will work it out and get a deal done. Yeah, maybe before December second. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And 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 it's just because the fact that the Blue Jays know what their division's all about. Yeah, you got to get this guy back. They yeah. know they have to. Because if you lose this guy, you got to find a pitching a guy to, to replace him. Look, as a GM, these are priorities. That's yes. a guy you got, you can't replace him. You can't replace him. Look at what he did. Yes, he's probably <laughs> not the ace, but he is a solid second or third guy for you, and won the Cy Young. And if for he you. keeps up, yeah, if he exactly look, he's a Cy Young winner. What else you can say? Right. He got the hardware now. Speaking of Cy Young winners, did you see what Max Scherzer <laughs> did during that award? No, what did he do? He had all three of his Cy Youngs and the World Series trophy behind him. <laughs> I'm like, I hope that's where they are regularly, or did you just want to flex? Uh, he wanted to flex, <laughs> of course, because he knew he wasn't gonna. I was like, wait, win. I was like, those are three Cy Youngs and a World Series trophy. I'm like, really? Look, Scherzer might not have won this year, but he, based on how he pitched God. in the Dodgers uniform, I would have voted for him just on that basis yeah. alone. My man is a monster. I was like, at first, I was like, man, Scherzer's been a little off the last two years, but no, he came back with a vengeance. I remember he was off, Ooh. and then when they did that playoff run for the Nationals, he turned into old Max Scherzer. Yeah. And then rough, shortened year last year. Right. So Rough start, and so, then he so with just that, clicked. With that being said, Scherzer's not that young. He's a little older. No. Um, which makes me feel like he's got a solid three-year deal coming to him. Yes. And to any team, yes. any team that needs a pitcher, he's on their radar. He yes. has to be. I would be a little shocked if he doesn't go back to the Dodgers because of how well he did with them and how much he was like, yeah, I'm coming out of the pin for yeah, a wild card yeah, you game, Dodgers, closer, Giants, whatever. Even Angels now, they could try, like, look, we're being serious. <laughs> they could try to throw something. I have a team, it would be very interesting if this happens. Okay. With losing Noah, I think Mets take a gamble Please. And throw a three-year, $130 million yes. deal. If Max Scherzer... Give him $45 million a year yes. to get for three years, and you're talking about That's our time front. That's our timeline. Yes. If you get Scherzer with DeGrom, a healthy DeGrom, I don't care who else we have. And Lil Stroman in there. I don't care. I don't, it doesn't really matter. DeGrom and Scherzer, one-two punch, yes. And he's very familiar with this... this um, the division. The division, yes. That would be great. I'm Like I said, I'm still yeah. going to be shocked if he's not in a Dodger uniform, yeah. but i got to figure that. Every single team wants him. I don't care if you're full stacked on pitching. This is the deal. Honestly, he could probably tell teams, "I want fifty million." They're probably like, "Okay," because they know they're going to do a short term deal. Yeah. If he gets a, if he got a long term deal, I would be super shocked. I think like three that to five, Trevor five deal high. last year has gotten players thinking now, like I could take a high number short term deal, right? And I think Max is going to be the first one that's going to reap the benefits. Man, let me just think about this: Max in a Mets uniform. Would just change the whole team. Yes, the whole team would be changed. I mean, we'd have to be a favorite. Like we'd have to roll up the like even quite like, a bit on the like favorites. We can, 
like Tom, like if we sign resign Strowman too, Strowman could easily be even the number two, and Scherzer could be the three, or vice versa. Or like for the first year, you have Max as number two, but then the year after that, maybe he falls off a little. Yeah, he'd be number three for Abs- two more years. Absolutely, that's a solid number three. I'd be happy with for absolutely. two more years. That's not a bad idea. Like it's not like if now we have a GM now officially finally, it's time to make it go and like look. We just lost our our possible number two, number three guy. We'll off give we'll offer you forty five a year. All right, it wouldn't surprise me. But All right, it's but he, if he likes warm weather, you know you're you're looking at Dodgers, even Giants, if they want to commit to go for a short term deal. The Giants would be interesting, and then Angels um, too. Now with they're requiring Noah. Okay, well speaking of those teams, I think this next guy might fall into Kevin, those categories. Yes, uh, Kevin Gosman. I don't know if he believes in the Orioles. I don't know if the Orioles believe in the Orioles. But what I do know is he pitched good enough to get a deal. So, you know, the Orioles, he had the up year, the down year, then he got released, mm-hmm. you know, bounced around, found a home with the Giants, had a great shortened year, accepted the qualifying offer, came back this year, bet on himself, and yet again he was in the top five of ERA and had another great year, and this time for a full, full season. Yeah. I feel so like- now it's payday time. Right. And I feel like payday's got to come from the Giants. I think I think that's a good chance. If not, this is a good opportunity for the Angels to get another guy. I have Angels six years, 140. Yeah. I think he will technically become the ace of the rotation because he's kind of proved himself the last couple of years. He become, arguably can become the ace. Noah will become the second. And then, you, like you said, then you have Otani as the third. Right. I don't want Otani. I don't want any pressure on him. I want him to be the three guy and the everyday hitter. That's it. That's all I want from him. I want somebody else to step up in the pen and be the number one and two. Um, for if sure. If not Kevin Gosman, that Angels go, you know, make a run after. And, we, of course, we talked about Scherzer already. The next guy we talk about could be another run where they, like, these three pitches that we're talking about, Angels need to be in on one of these guys. Um, but also, let me um, just throw yeah. out another scenario. Um, yes, Kevin Gosman would be great um, returning home and going to the Angels. Um, but I think he'd be a good fit with somebody else in his division, or his old division. I think if the Blue Jays could get this guy and get everybody else they want, they're contenders for sure. Yeah. If they can keep the people they got, add another piece. That's something else. Um but yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't surprise me if Giants do resign him. They need to. You know, they believed in him. Maybe he'll take a discount. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, what the Giants did this season, they need to add to it, and yeah. he's a big key to what they did. Yes. So I think they need to keep him. Keep him, but it wouldn't surprise me no. if Angels try to poach right. him and steal him. No, it wouldn't surprise me if anybody else does either. Uh, I mean, I feel like San Francisco's a good team and all, but when you start looking at the players on the other teams and thinking, well, this might have been a fluke season, I need to get with some real contenders. Um, come on, Dodgers. I don't know. Um, but speaking of contenders, <laughs> so like we said, just the other one, Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman, yeah, had a great year. You know, we figured he would too, though. We, we figured like you know, taking a year gonna, off. He said yeah. he focused on his game. He took the qualifying offer and came back and proved himself in, in a walk year. And I think this is a must for the Mets to resign, and after, especially after losing Noah now. Right, I'm not sure what the what the what it's like in in the in the uh, locker room, but I feel like he's got a good. Um, feel with the Mets. So yeah. I, I feel like he grew up a Met fan. He's from the area, and especially the way he trolls the Yankees on Twitter and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, the fans <laughs> had him in a Yankees uniform. He's the like, come ah. on, And he's like, and then the <laughs> Jeff of 50 State, like, yeah, and driving away, like, yes. And then bashing him about them overspending. So, so, what the Mets have going for them, like you said, he grew up a Mets fan. And back in the day, we didn't have so many players going to all these teams. Like, you, you grew up watching your guy playing for your team. So, if he wants to stay in the Mets uniform, that'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, still close to home. 
but he's definitely going to be one of the other guys that's going to be talked to multiple teams. I don't think he signs in these next two weeks. I think this is going to be after the CBA gets done. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's definitely going to be a guy that's going to want to get some money. He's earned it. Um, he had the, one of the best, uh, uh, what is it, uh, averages for players once they got to a full count. He got like a sub three. Okay. I think one of the best in baseball this past year. So, you know, great year. He's a ground ball guy. You know, if we keep adding guys defensively behind him, I think he loves it in New York. He's a fashion guy, so it makes sense. So hopefully he stays with us. If not, like I said, Angels, that could be another one he's in on. Uh, Mariners, you're kind of hearing that name because they want to be a little aggressive. Yeah. They need some pitching out there. You know, they saw what they could do this year. So next one's a veteran who's, um, you know, been traded last couple of years. Now is a free agent. He can choose where he goes. Starling Marte. Yeah, this man. is interesting. Everyone's kind of kind of feeling their way with him. Yeah, uh, I know that the Mets are interested in him. Yeah, I think um, Mets are interested Yankees in Yankees are interested. Yep. I don't know if he makes a real push for the Yankees, though, because the Yankees' outfit is pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, they'd have to trade um, someone and stuff. I don't Mets even make, know if the Mets make sense for Well, him. Mets make sense if we do lose Conforto. You move Nimmo over to right field, and then Marte will become center. You kind of think that's what some people are thinking. Yeah, but it depends on who we get in the infield, too. We could have a Jeff McNeil out there. We need those. A Dominic Smith. Yeah. Compl- I mean, I'm just... I'm yeah, saying that and then the possibility of DH, you know, that's right. coming in too. I don't, I don't like Marte in a Mets uniform for I, some reason. I feel like, <sighs> I feel like the the A's need to re-sign him. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, uh, I actually have a team that was just in the World Series and they actually lost. I think Astros could be a team where they replace on their, you know, four year about eighty million dollars. That would be to go good. To the Astros. Another another team I like for him would be the Phillies. Yep. Um, I think he'd fit in there because they need some key players, and that seems like somebody who'd be a good fit, um, just based on what they need and to do to get Florida's back. And even Florida's willing to resign him because they, you know, they had him last year, and they traded him at the trade deadline. They're even interesting bringing him back. So he's he's gauging a lot of team right. interested. So don't this, get me don't get me wrong. If he goes to the Mets, it'd be great. I yeah. just don't see the fit. I think it's got to be where Conforto does walk, and where it's like, okay, let's look at our team now. Like, do we need what do we need to add? Do we need to get a right fielder, mm-hmm. or can we go get Marte's center and then move some people around? That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a let's see if this guy leaves or kind of scenario. The next guy, so this guy that we were all figuring was going to be traded at the trade deadline, got held on qualifying offer, Trevor Story. Yeah, man. I mean, he's been a, he's been. He's been a, he's been big news since since we saw him in uh, preseason that year, just crushing the ball, and they had to make him a, a top player, or, or at least make the team. So ever since then, he's like one of those guys. He he, he hits a lot, but um, I don't know, man. I don't think that the Rockies are, are really too sold on him though for some reason. They're in full rebuild mode. This is gonna be a while for that team because anything competitively. But my only issue with him is, like I said, his batting average isn't always the best. I mean, it's it's good. I feel like he's like a he's like a power hitter, man, which is crazy because. You don't think of like the middle infielder guys yeah. as, like trying to be hit for power. He's de- defensive. He does have some power. Some, of course, you know, people think like, is that the Colorado effect? <laughs> oh, is uh, it? Yeah. So I um, think I think the way that these are going, Correa is going to be missed out. I feel like the Astros are his best bet. I have Astros the roughly what they were kind of offering the six years to one twenty five because Trevor Story is coming off an off year, and he's on a short year deal, or it could be like where um like Nick uh caster where he when he signed with the reds it's a like four-year deal but there's opt-out after year one year two mm-hmm. so if you have a monster year year one you can opt out and retest the free agency right well i can see something like that happening with trevor story 
Well, Trevor Story already opted out of his qualifying offer. Yeah. So. So uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be definitely a, something to think about, man. Um, I think that's more so that he's ready to get out of Rockies after Noah. And of course, then there, there's another name that if it's not Astros, mm-hmm. I think Cardinals right next to okay. his buddy, yeah. Arenado at shortstop. Cardinals definitely use that the bat and the glove, and you know with his pal right there next to him, that's another you know another team I can see fitting with him. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, next, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor, local boy. Our local boy. Now, utility, this is a, a great question where this guy can go. Well, like you said earlier, a team that needs a utility player are the Blue Jays. Yeah. I think it would be a great sign. If they lose, like, Simeon, that could definitely be where they can use him because then they can juggle people around. Mm-hmm. If they re-sign Simeon, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I have possible where he goes back to the team that he was originally drafted from and traded from, Seattle Mariners. Okay. Um, reunion, you know, roughly four years, about $70 million. Um, you know, the great veteran, you know, with the, the utility guy that he is, I think could help that young team out dramatically. Yeah, I think he can help any team out. Yeah. It, it just depends on what team needs someone who could play almost any position. Um, of course, people, you know, here at Red Sox, you know, uh, who else have heard? I think, of course, Dodgers can resign. Someone else. Right. Well, see. So oh, Rangers. But I'm like, Rangers need a lot of other stuff. Than that's what I'm saying. Guy. I mean, obviously, he could be an everyday outfielder or something like that. Um, but I do think he'll go to a team that's probably going to contend and need him to fill any spot they need. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Um, he's definitely a solid player, though. Um, All right. Javier Baez. Javier Baez. What else to say? Um, obviously, I think he's getting resigned. Yeah. I. I <laughs> I think he loved playing with his his good friend Lindor. I think they got a good thing I going think, here. Yeah, you know he believes in what you know um, Steve Cohen is doing, and especially if they sign Chris Bryant, his former teammate as a Cub, you know have Bryant and then of course Lindor and Baez as their infield is solid. I know someone said you know sign Carrera to play third and get Baez. I'm like that's too much. Yeah. That'd be a dream <laughs> infield right there. I don't think. Cohen has the money, but that'd be too much money on the payroll for the rest of the team. Well, there's never too much money if you're trying to win a World Series, like you know, the Yankees. Um, Uh, But I do think he resigns with the Mets. Yeah, I'm I'm roughly thinking a five-year, 125. You know, he's last couple years haven't been great numbers, but defensively he's great. You know, he had better stats as a Met than as a Cubs last season. Could be just you know, Cubs were meh, (laughs) and maybe he wasn't fully committing to them. So I think he resigns with the Mets. Um, other teams, you know, Phillies is a name people are coming up with um, as a possibility. Um, I just think you know the relationship that he said he's willing to play second base only with Lindor. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of tells you that right. They want to play together. They want to play together. All right. Well, the next guy we actually um, just talked about a little bit. Yeah, Nick Castellanos. So he opted out his deal. He had two years left with the Reds. He opted out. So this is a question right now. With him, I think this is a possibility where the CBA adds the DH, which gives him more options. Absolutely, if they add the DH to the NL. I mean, yeah. If, well, if, if they give him a, uh, the, if they open up the DH, every team's going to want him. Yeah, I don't because care who you are, he's solid bat defensively. He has a down tick. He's not. He's an average defensive player. He's not a great defensive guy in outfield. He's average. But so his bat is bat wicked. Is, yes, he batted three oh nine, thirty four home runs, and a hundred RBIs. He's the guy. Um, I feel like the Phillies would be a great fit for him. Um, 
I don't know, man. I, there's there's a lot of teams that could use this yeah. guy. <laughs> so my biggest thing, if they do add the DH, which we're all hearing that's going to happen, right? If they do add it, I have them five years, 110 million, going to the San Diego Padres. Oh, that would be something that he can definitely play, you know, outfield and then also DH for them if the DH is there. Okay, I think that's a strong possibility. Right, San yeah. Diego. I mean, I like it. Like I said, it, he, he's got a, such a good bat, you're going to find a spot for him regardless. Um, any team's going to want him just for the bat. And like I said, as long as you can play outfield anywhere, that's fine. But if, if you have a DH spot open, now we're really looking into it. Yeah. Um, so I guess we have to keep an eye on how that pans out eventually. Yeah. If it pans out, we'll see what happens. we yeah. got a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we might have a month or so. But Hopefully yeah, not that long. Cassianos, I like him on any team, but I feel like right now I, I just think the, the Phillies could really use him. Yeah. And then that DH opened up, that's going to open a bunch of possibilities for a lot of these players, not just Nick. Right, right, right. right, Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Our next one is our foreign player that's going to jump from, I think, was it the KBO or is it the Japan League to America? Yeah, yeah, KBO, NPB, Japanese League. Yeah, he's not, (laughs) we're not hyping up no KBO players. Yeah, it's Uh, very rare for KBO (laughs) to jump. Um, This guy's only 27 years old. Um, Very young. He's from from Tokyo. Um, But yeah, he's, he's a beast. Obviously, we're talking about Japanese players. You know, if they're going to think about coming over here, that's because they're really good. Yeah, it's not we're just like throwing any random people out here. Um, but for he's been playing for them since he or playing in Japan professionally since he was eighteen. Yeah, um, they're much younger over there. I mean, he's, for nine seasons, he's got you know two almost two hundred home runs, six hundred RBIs, batting averages over three hundred for his career. So yeah, he's he's pretty solid. Um, what do you think? Who do you think we could use this guy? I feel like every time you hear a Japanese player or Asian player, you think Rangers. Is that right? <laughs> I, I I feel like it's like that's a possibility. Like, what are their needs? Because this guy plays third base, shortstop, and he's a right fielder. They need a little bit of everything. So he could be a utility player, but he he likes the um you know the infield on the you know left side. Yeah. Hmm. I I honestly think you know roughly like five years, sixty million dollars because, um. The Padres signed the other guy from last year from the KBO for like a cheap deal. I can't remember exactly what the deal was now, but I really think that this is a possibility where Rangers got a lot of young guys coming up. They can add this guy and where they got, you know, the semi new stadium. Or does he get a discount and sign with the the Angels? Because Shohei's already there, and I'm pretty sure they probably played on the, um, you know, the teams. Oh yeah, the Japanese teams together. I, I don't stuff. know how much. I don't know how well they know each other. Um, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I guess they you're could. already on the West Coast. If he plays short, it'd be easier transition. Or, s- or second, he, right? He play, yeah, he plays third, short, and then right footer. They can they can transition him to a, sh- uh, a second baseman if they needed to. I think or they, an outfield. I think they need short and second. Well, he's a short. He's a shortstop. Because of course Rendon's got third base locked right now. So that's a possibility, you know. Wouldn't surprise me, you know. Especially after convincing Otani to come there, I'm pretty sure they can convince another young Japanese player to come. <laughs> Look, man, all I'm saying is this dude hit 38 home runs this season in Japan. Oh wow! As a shortstop. Okay, yeah. <laughs> His batting average is 319. Come on, man. Yeah, he's getting. So he's so he's worthy of a middle infielder, especially in the MLB with these kind of stats. And think um, about if you. And that was him like that was only in 130 something games. So if you add like him and Otani as a promotion oh, to get the my, Asian market, yes, yeah, that could get some TV ratings. And they already and stuff. love LA because yeah. you, you would think Hideo Nomo for for the Dodgers back in the day or something. Yep. Uh, you got you still got the LA market, and he like I said, he he has 38 homers in 131 games. Yeah, so you you had you had 30 more games to that. Holy crap! I'm just saying, and and he's batting 319. So he's oh, a baller, wow. man. He's yeah. a baller. 
Of course, yeah, the pitching's a little different, but still, that's that's some impressive stats. It's not that much different. Like it's it's on par. Yeah, I'm I'm saying yeah. Even if these stats, oh, well, I'm saying you add another thirty something games, he's still in the same spot. And what five to ten more home runs? You're talking a forty. Home well, I'm run. saying even if you take those away, yeah. because in MLB, he's still about thirty home runs, batting three hundred. That's a game changer. Yeah. So so with that being said, this guy could go on any team almost. Almost, yeah. But I feel like you're right. It's going to be a West Coast team. Yeah, gotta be. Like, I would be shocked if he played for Atlanta or something. There's no way. Yeah, There's no, no way. Because you want to get the, you know, the crowd, like, because, God, the time zone. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. How late or early that'd be for to watch a, a 7 o'clock time here. So, we'll see. You know, that's an interesting name. You know, no one's really solid in guessing at this point. All right. Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, man. Clayton Kershaw. I don't know. Um, I don't think the Dodgers really need him. Although I think he's still an asset. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't if, know. If not the Dodgers, I think he goes semi-hometown and signs like a two-year deal with the Rangers. I, I don't think fr- so. He's from Texas. Yeah. He could possibly want to end his career home, maybe playing for – that's I think, a possibility. I think at this point in his career, if he's still playing, he wants to be a contender. Yeah. And I don't think the Rangers are in any position no. to contend. Um, so that leads me to believe an AL East team would be ideal. NL East team would be ideal. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe the the Giants. But like the thing is, like you know, because he's not having Tommy John. They say don't need Tommy John, but hell, it can come spring training where he needs Tommy John. He's out for the year. So I guess the physical is gonna be the biggest question with it that is. one. But if you're saying he's he's on the hook, somebody's gonna get him for a short term, like two year deal. I'm going to throw it out there again. This is their time. The Angels. Why not? Him and Syndergaard and Otani, why not? Yeah. He would be the he would be the best transitional number 1 in their in their team. Oh he, yeah. I'm just saying if you get him as on the on the hill number 1, you got Syndergaard number 2, you get Otani in there. Now we're really talking. And you get this guy Suzuki from Japan. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of what ifs, but it could They want to be aggressive and he's already, be aggressive. he's already in LA. He doesn't have to make big transitions. Yeah. He just scoots over to a different stadium. Yeah. Like his it, his regular's home in Texas. So, but his, of course he's been in LA for long, so he probably has his other home there. I just need I just if if he goes to Texas, I need Texas to make three more big yeah. moves. That's it. They gotta make some real moves. You gotta get another solid pitcher. First of all, you gotta have two at least. Because it wasn't this year, it was last year where they had, like, hot streaks. And then it's like, ooh, like, like you thought, like, possibly, but no. But, I yeah. know <laughs> it, 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 it depends on how the elbow is, how he feels. Does Dodgers commit or does someone else commit? I don't know. This will be this, All in all, this will be a weird offseason because of the CBA. I wish you knew how the Dodgers felt about him. I mean, obviously we think he's great, but all the fans and, and the social media is always like, oh, well, this guy can't pitch in the playoffs and this and that. Yeah. Um, but – I feel like he's a good pitcher, though. So, regardless yeah. of how you look at it, yeah. All I, right, he's gonna sign somewhere for like a two-year deal. All right, so the next three names we already talked about because they actually signed. We have Justin Verlander, Noah Syndergaard, and of course Rodriguez of the Red Sox was our next three players. So our last player on our top twenty list is finally a relief pitcher and a former Dodger, technically, um, Kenley Jansen. Yeah, Blah. yeah. Kenley Jansen's a beast. Yeah, uh, he's really good. Uh, he appeared in, I think, 60, 69 games this season with a 2.22 ERA. Obviously, he's an asset. Yes. Who needs a closer? Who needs a setup guy? Who needs this guy? Blue Jays. <laughs> exactly. Blue Jays would be a great spot. I'm roughly thinking like a two-year, $28 million Yeah. 
for that closer. But it only makes sense if you guys get those other two guys. Yes. So, so he's not a priority. No. Not for them. Not yet. I, I mean, another team he's possibly. He's a semi-priority because you need that closer because you thought uh, Brad Hand, when you traded for the National, was he was guy. terrible and yeah. they released him. So that's the guy they're kind of missing. I easily think this is a must-sign besides the other guys. Man, you know what's funny? We did not mention the, the Nationals getting any of these guys. Nationals are, are rebuilding. Do? I know, but if you're rebuilding, do you need to sign somebody to help with this process? Obviously, I think there's they some other guys. Like, you think of um, like possibly like Steven Matz. He's a free agent. That could be a pitcher that Nationals sign. Um, and a couple others out there because, you know, you, you kind of got to look at your farm team. You're rebuilding. Who can we believe that? convince soto did we we didn't talk about steven matz no he's not really a top 20 guy he's not but i feel like he's a he's a quality solid guy pitcher especially and i wouldn't surprise me if blue jays try to resign him they should he, he had a great year for them <laughs> i think he looked good in orange and blue again but you know yeah the he's a good pitcher he's, he's a solid like you said solid guy you got to have solid guys these days we can't have iffy guys He's definitely solid. Um, but Canley Jansen, um, I feel like he's going to go to a contending team. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just I feel like for some reason. Uh, it would surprise like, me if he goes back to L.A. Yeah, no. I but think, like I said, it could be that, what, like we said about the others, you've got your title. Do you want to get paid now? Right. And still compete. And Blue Jays is a team where they can do you both. Yeah, so so the issue is with all these free agents for the Dodgers, if they don't resign half of them, yes, they still have a lot of All Stars on the team, but they're not the same team. No, so that makes it even tougher like, when you got the Giants with momentum, and especially when you look at Dodgers that they've technically lost to the last like what was it five or six World Series champions, mm-hmm. or they've won the title themselves. If you look at all that, so it's like you had a great run. This could be the beginning of the end, just like the Astros. This could be the beginning of the end. When you go to five straight league championship games, you know you only can do it for so long before you start doing that down tick a little bit. Yep. This could this could be possibly it for both those teams. So you look at some of these players like, do I want to stay and try to compete for another year or two, or do I want to go walk, get paid, and contend for someone else? <laughs> you didn't want to uh, wrap up the twenty twenty one all MLB team. Well, you want to talk about who we vote for? I mean, I just you know, it doesn't have to be just be real quick. I don't know uh, if you have if you have it up or not. I don't have it up. I can add it up real quick. Yeah, I mean, we can just run through our picks. We don't have to get in detail details. Just just see where everybody. I else thought it was at. over, and then I got like a text the other it's day. It's not over to the nineteenth. I was like, I thought it was already over because I did my one vote. Okay. Um, if I roughly remember it, let's see. I gotta pull that up. Where is that? We'll just be real quick on this because you know I, I don't you know I don't want to go deep into it. I just want to see what we have on for funsies. Um. Oh, wait, we do have a qualifying offer accepted. Oh. I think it was this Brandon Belt, the Giants. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was like a couple hours ago. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, Brandon Belt So we accepted. did have one. Accept qualifying offer, we'll stay with the Giants. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Why is it not loading? Oh, here it is. All NBA team. MLB team. Come on, click on it. There we go. All right. Well, while it's loading, okay, here it goes. First base, I have... I've, Obvious pick for me is Vlad Jr. Me too. Okay, yeah. so we're on the same page there. Second base, dude, come on. <laughs> um, where did I go with this one? Oh, Simeon. Okay, we're two for two. Shortstop. Shortstop. You already I know picked, my pick. I, <laughs> I you probably picked Trey Turner. Didn't I you? did. I bro. I think I had Tatis. I, and I, I did, and I don't blame you. Tatis is a beast. Yeah, it's just Trey Turner, man. 
bat at like 330 almost. Trey Turner's my guy. Yeah. I don't care. 32 stolen bases. Yeah, Fernando Tatis is there too. Uh, third base, I picked Austin Riley. Oh, okay. Austin Riley. That's not a bad pick at all. You know, 303 I, average, 33 yeah. home runs, 107 RBIs. Yeah, that's solid. Um, um, I'm with a guy who's just slightly differentiated from him, Rafael Devers. Um, but I think yeah. that was my other one I was looking I at. I do yeah. like Austin Riley, though, man. That's a great pick. Um, catcher, I think I told, yeah, Salvador Perez. I, I had to go with Salvador because yeah. he, he just killed it this year, man. DH, we don't, don't even discuss this. Shohei Otani, for sure. Outfield's weird because you got all these players. You got to pick three. I know. Um, three so tough. So I picked Harper. Okay. Um, Hernandez. All right. And Soto. Nice. Okay, I'm slightly off. I picked Castellanos, Nick Castellanos. Uh-huh. I picked Aaron Judge. I liked what he did this year. Okay. And then I picked Juan Soto. And then starting pitching, you selected five. Ooh, five. Of course, I picked uh, Corbin Burns, our, okay. our NL Cy Young winner. I got Corbin Burns. Uh, Kevin Gosman. Okay. Lance Lynn. Okay. Max Scherzer and Zach Wheeler. All right, we're, we're pretty close. I got Corbin Burns. I picked Walker Bueller. I did have Kevin Gosman, but I changed it. Uh, so I went with Carlos Rodon, Max Scherzer, and then Zach Wheeler. And then two relievers, I did Liam Hendricks and Josh Hader. <laughs> right on, on the mark on that one, too. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so that's the team that we picked. I mean, you guys let us know who you picked. Yeah, well, um, of course, like Alan said, it ends the 19th, and then I think next week is when they officially announce the winners. Yeah, I don't um, know if it's that big of an award ceremony thing with that, but it's fun to think about. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap this episode and also this season of the Meatball Podcast. <laughs> it's it's interesting. A year and a half of baseball, 70 episodes, of course, a full season and a half season. Yep, yep. It's it's insane to think about, like, of course, when we started a podcast, it ended up being COVID. Who knows that? that. But, you know, and then, like we've already been saying, this weird time, this next, who knows, hopefully only a month or two months of CBA. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Um. So please uh, stay tuned to our social medias. Um, any breaking news these next two weeks of possible CBA before the CBA happening, any other signings. Hopefully it's a quick CBA. If there's a lockout come December 2nd, because by golly, if you start messing with our baseball come February, because we kind of start talking about the seven line armies doing that, their annual opening game of spring training, but who knows we'll have baseball in February. We yeah. don't know that. It's like weird. Like if we buy tickets, is there a possibility where we get a yeah, refund? Like. Right. It would be, or do they move the game? They just accept the tickets. What I do like about it is the jersey is dope for the yes, seven line, it is. and it's number twenty two. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's only forty five dollars. It's like, okay, tickets go on until Friday. It's only forty five with, yeah. with the jersey yes. included. Yeah, the jersey. Huh. Yeah, dude, that's that's dope. Yeah, so it's still a possibility. It's just weird because you know, like, yeah, don't mess with our spring training baseball. Like, if you're into it's already lock- crappy this year. Like, if you're gonna take lockout, sure, lockout December. Figure out by by. Tw- you know, January like fifth or sixth. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying, I, I want. You know, we haven't been to spring training, but I would, I want spring training like it would have been in 2019, where everybody's getting the graphs, not like stay your distance. You know, right? Like, I want like, to be able to go to all the games. And, let's be smart. Let's be healthy. Let's uh, get get rid of this COVID pandemic and go back to normal life and yeah. like enjoy it. And then don't mess with our baseball. Let's be back first thing. You know, we'll probably be back around. Was it Hall of Fame vote? Sometime in January, we'll talk about that because this is the big year. Yeah. Barry Bonds, <laughs> Roger Clemens, last year of eligibility. I don't think they're getting in, man. It's going to be an interesting topic these next couple of weeks after a CBA talk ends. But that is it. Thank you for a great season. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you all very soon. Happy, happy holidays.
See y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Hey, thank you for checking out this episode. If you want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe this podcast with your friends. If you want more, even more content, please go check out our Instagram and our YouTube channel, The Beanball Podcast. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.